CanadianEvergreen.com is your trusted news source for all things green, offering up-to-date news and stories from Canada's booming cannabis industry. Content you can trust from Black Press Media. Welcome to PQ Beat, a podcast of the Parksville Qualcomm Beach News. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Philip Wolf, editor of the PQB News and Vancouver Island Daily. Cars are an integral part of our lives. For many, there's just something special about our vehicles. Do you remember your first car, your favorite, your finest lemon? Joining us today to talk about cars, as well as community and charity work, is a member of the Seaside Cruisers Car Club. Welcome, Dave Field. Oh, thank you very much, Philip. I appreciate you inviting me down here today. How long have you been a car guy? Uh, I've been a car guy since about 1970s, early 70s. Um, I was actually at the time more of a motorcycle guy, actually, before I got into my interest in cars. They're more or less the same time, but at the time I worked in the motorcycle industry as well. But I've always been interested in cars. Do you remember the first car you wanted as a, a young lad? Well, it was more what I could afford. I was a, an apprentice motorcycle mechanic, actually, after I left university in 1971. I couldn't afford too much, so I, my first car I bought new. It was a 1971 Datsun 510. Very much enjoyed that car. It was mostly to get from work to home, and it wasn't really a muscle car by any stretch of the imagination. I remember those little square, boxy little Datsuns. Those were fun. What was the favorite car you've ever purchased? I guess I'd have to go back to about 1972. I got rid of that Datsun and decided I needed something more chick-friendly, if I can say that. I ended up buying a 1972 Ford Mustang. I bought it brand new. At the time, it was not a powerhouse by any means, but it sure looked nice. Tell us a little bit more about that car. In the early 70s, cars started to get detuned because of the gas prices, insurance costs, and so on and so forth, and the manufacturers were detuning cars. Unfortunately, that car wasn't overly powerful. Matter of fact, I think it had a whopping 110 horsepower out of the 302 cubic inch motor, that V8 motor it had. So and it was more or less a daily driver. It wasn't anything special in those days when you're buying a car, if you could afford a fancier car or a more powerful car or muscle car at the time. It was still your daily driver, most cases. They weren't to be going in shows and stuff like that at the time. Do you have a tale of the worst car you ever owned? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> as gasoline prices got higher, I traded in my 1972 Mustang on a 1974 Pontiac Astra. Now, a Pontiac Astra was kind of a, at that year anyway, looked a bit like a 68 Firebird, which is a really nice-looking car, um, but a short and smaller and not-so-fun-to-drive four-cylinder engine economical, but still not that nice, really. Was it similar to a Chevy Vega? Very similar, yeah. It was Pontiac's version of a Vega. They came in bright colors and had stripes. I got bought an orange one, actually, and it, it stood out. I lived in Toronto at the time, and I bought it from a dealership in North Toronto and traded in my 1972 Mustang, and I was so fed up with this car in less than a year, I took the Pontiac Astra back to the dealership, same dealer, Guess what? My 1972 Mustang is still sitting on the lot in the used car division. So I bought my 1972 Mustang <laughs> back again, and I kept it until 1978. That's a fun story. What's currently in your garage and or storage? What I'm driving is a 1968 Cougar. It's always a project. You're always doing something a little different. Currently, I'm redoing the interior. It's a cross between a standard Cougar and an XR7, and the XR7 was a little more deluxe version of the Mercury Cougar in the 60s. So, and also I have a 1970 Chevelle project going on. Started off as a grocery getter, so to speak, small motor 307, 
body works all done, it's painted, it's got to be assembled and then now put a 327 motor in it. So it's kind of a different type of car, but actually it's not even a two-door. And two-door Chevelles are what everybody wants. I have a more rare car, I have a four-door. And I did a few modifications to it to make it look a bit different. I kind of call it a bit of a sleeper. Most people wouldn't want it. I like the car, but it's, it's a project still. I'm still working on it. What is it about vehicles that can make them so special and create lifelong loves? It's kind of more of a nostalgia thing right now. They like to buy these cars because they saw them in the day when in the 1960s and 50s or whatever it happened to be for you. And it brings back memories of things you might have enjoyed doing at the time. And now you have the time to do similar things. And so you want that car back again. How did you come to join the Seaside Cruisers, and can you tell us a little bit more about your club? I've always been a volunteer, and it goes back quite a ways, but I liked what Seaside Cruisers was about, which was that, of course, they put on a car show once a year and donated all the net proceeds to charity. And in 2003, I decided I would ask to be a member. At the time, we have over 100 members now, but... At the time, there was 25 to 30 members, and you actually had to wait to get into the Seaside Cruisers because they were limiting the number of members in the club at the time. Well, I finally got in in 2003. This is my 20th show, I guess, I've done this year. That's how I got into it. Post-COVID, are you excited about having your Father's Day show and shine again this year? Oh, for sure. Not only am I excited and our car club excited, but people are excited out there. They've been waiting two years now for this show to come back, and we had hoped to have it in, of course, 2020 when COVID broke out. That put that on the back burner. 2021, we were hopeful to have it back, but now, and that didn't work. So now we're back in 2022. It's definitely a go ahead. We have 580 odd cars registered out of 625 already. We'll be full as far as registrations go because we can only put so many cars in downtown Qualicum Beach. We'll be full probably by the end of March rather than the end of May, maybe, or June. Discover what's happening around our province with todayinbc.com. Sign up today to get the latest news right to your inbox and never miss the news that's important to you and your family. From community news in your neighborhood to what's happening in our province, your source for daily news is todayinbc.com. Speaking of all those cars, what's your favorite ride that maybe one of your other cruiser members happens to have? (laughs) A friend of mine and a fellow member has a 1951 Packard 250 convertible. And I've ridden in his car. I've never driven it, but I've ridden in his car a number of times. Totally different to riding in a muscle car. Maybe good handling, but poor riding in most cases. Rough suspension and so on. But this Packard is like sitting in a sofa. It's a big car. It's a heavy car. It cruises along quietly it doesn't have a loud exhaust it is actually amazing and I think I like it so much just because it's so much different to what I've had in the past and what I have now so in 2019 you were honored with the above and beyond volunteer award for your dedication to the town of Qualicum Beach what was your reaction to that honor and what did it mean to you surprise of course I had no idea that I'd even been nominated and you get nominated or, or suggestions sent into the town for people to be nominated for that. I had no idea. Oddly enough, too, I'd been going to that event, the volunteer event that the town put on for a number of years before that, just to be there to represent the Seaside Cruisers Car Club more than anything. 
when I was sitting there, and I actually got there a little bit late in 2019, and I was sitting right in the back of the room, they announced my name, and I, I didn't think I heard it right, to be quite honest. So it was quite emotional and exciting for me, for sure. Why is volunteering so important to you? It's important to me because I feel we should all be giving back to our community, and I know that's kind of a cliche in some ways. I've always felt that way when I lived in Ontario, and before I moved to BC in 92, I was a member of the Lions Club in our local small town there. The award I received was more to do with my involvement in the Seaside Cruisers, because that's what I've been involved in longest. But I was also involved in the for about six years on the board of the Brown Property Preservation Society, and which worked hard to collect monies to buy what is now known as the Heritage Forest in Qualicum Beach. I was also one of the first members of the Citizens on Patrol when that first came out. So volunteering has been a big part of my life, and still is, just the longest in the Seaside Cruisers, and I was amazed to receive that award. Why spend hours searching dealerships, comparing makes and models? Find the best of BC's inventory in one place, todaysdrive.com. You'll have access to inventory across BC, where you can easily find a vehicle that fits your needs and gets you where you need to go in comfort. Get in the driver's seat. Don't miss out on the many options we have available for you. Powered by Black Press Media, todaysdrive.com connects you with exclusive new and used car deals. Along the lines of charity, you were recently involved in a tool donation event designed to help the victims of significant BC flooding. How did that initiative come together and how did you feel about the community turnout? It came together from myself watching a TV clip on the news. I guess it was early January 2022. A lady was from a place called Yarrow. I didn't even know where that was found out afterwards it's near Chilliwack. But anyway, she was volunteering and helping the people who had lost everything in the floods in the Fraser Valley. One thing she mentioned in this clip was that she needed tools to help people with the rebuilding of their places. I'm a retired building contractor as well. And I'm thinking to myself that, okay, I've got all these tools I don't need necessarily and duplicates of a lot of them. It initially started as I would donate my own tools and I would take them over there in the back of my pickup truck and drop them off. And then I thought, well, maybe how can I get a few more tools because I don't have that many. So I put it out to our Seaside Cruisers Car Club members and asked them would they donate some stuff. And I got a few things from other members. And I thought, well, how can I make this go a little bit further and get a bit more? So I dropped in the PQB News office, spoke to my friend, Mr. Peter McCulley, who I've known for a number of years through the Seaside Cruisers mostly. Basically, what I was looking for is maybe a little mention in the newspaper or something about what I was doing, and that might attract people, others, to donate. Well, Peter came up with other ideas of how to make this work better and work in the community better and get it out there. Spoke to the folks at Home Hardware, Building Center and the Home Hardware in Wallacombe Beach, Dolly's Home Hardware, and all of a sudden we went from me giving my tools away to we're having three weekends of collecting tools from the public. So it just blossomed from there. We set that all up. I organized all the, with help, some of the or people in our club to come and man the booths in the two places for three weekends in a row. And it was amazing. The outpouring of help from the community was overwhelming. It was just, I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, we had lots of people donating used tools of their own. And we're in an ideal community for that, where we have quite a number of elderly people. They don't use their tools anymore. So we ended up with I don't know how many truckloads of when we took, took it away in pickup truckloads, but when we did end up palletizing it all and putting on pallets and sending it to Chilliwack, uh, we ended up with 12 pallets, which filled a 
small tractor trailer going out that way. And the, that all happened, the tractor trailer thing happened with the help of home hardware in Watasco and Alberta of all places. That's the distribution center for home hardware in the West. They deliver every Thursday to the island and go back empty. So with a few conversations and emails back and forth to people in Wetaskiwin, I was able to get them to donate their time, their truck, and their driver. And they picked up tools and them over on the ferry and delivered them to where they were going, the Yarrow Food Hub. And they've since distributed pretty much all of it to people who needed the tools, who lost them or just needed a few more to get going again. An outstanding initiative. What would be your dream car right now? No expense. My dream classic car, and I'll just mention classic cars, would be a, a 1968 Mercury Cougar GTE model. And they only made 360 of them. Very few exist now. It's an extremely rare car. I've owned Mustangs before. I've had two Mustangs in the past. But I much prefer the look of the Mercury Cougar. So as a classic car, that would be my favorite. I could turn my 68 into a clone of a GTE, I guess, but it wouldn't be the real thing. And again, I want something I can drive. But that would be the car I would like to own if I could. If someone wants more information about the Seaside Cruisers, how do they go about that? The Seaside Cruisers have a website, seasidecruisers.com. You can get information about us. You register your car if you wish to come to the show, but hurry up because there's not many spaces left. There's some history about us, pictures, um, in our sponsors who are involved in our show, and the, the Seaside Cruisers Car Club show and shine would not be possible without the business support and the support of our business community overall. Because this show costs a lot of money to put on and we wish to donate as much as we can at the end of it every year back to charity and that's our total mandate we only do one thing a year and that's run the Eastside Cruisers Father's Day weekend car show and shine. Dave thanks so much for joining us today. You're very welcome thanks for having me here. That's this edition of PQ Beat produced by the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. Buying a home is an important milestone. Find the right realtor and the right listings for your needs at todayshomebc.com. Powered by Black Press Media. With easy-to-use search filters and direct links to realtors and their websites, you'll get all the information you need to find your perfect home. Search hundreds of local listings and get access to the top real estate professionals to help you find your perfect property. Get started now at todayshomebc.com.